Um, yeah, we sure did win the game, which is what matters in the end, ultimately. Yeah, it's whether the, it's six five or one nothing. Yeah, I mean, of course, the Oilers beat the Ducks. They're now three and zero. I mean, I'm not going to sweat this team when they win. I'm just not going to do that. I think that's like a ridiculous thing to do. It's like um, the, gla- the, the glass isn't even half empty at this point or half full. It's completely full. There's, there's, the Oilers are 3-0. and So, yeah, I don't know. Party on, man. Like, there's, was it a sloppy game? Yes. Could they have played better? Sure. Did they score more goals than the Ducks ultimately winning the game? <laughs> yes, they did. So it kind of renders the first two things much less important than they would be if, if they hadn't beat the Ducks. And the Ducks were people saying, I mean, there's people saying, and I don't know, I was on the, dark, the wrong side of Twitter, I suppose, all day. But for people saying that, oh, yeah, the Oilers played like she was a bottom feeder team. It's like, I don't know. I don't necessarily think the Ducks are going to be a bottom feeder team this year. They beat the hell out of Winnipeg and then they whooped Calgary in their home opener. Uh, there's a lot of young talent on that team. And, you know, I don't necessarily think they're going to be bottom feeders. And quite frankly, I think three games into the season, is it a little early to be making declarations about which team is going to be a bottom feeder? You know what I mean? A bottom feeder, according to what analysts off season analysis of how the teams are going to rank, because those are infallible. I guess so. But a win is a win is a win. It was a weird game. Mike Smith got injured or something happened to him. I think he tweaked something. Miko came in and looked okay. In my eye, he's still fighting the puck, Miko style. Like it, there seems to be, you know what I mean? Like not a lot of rebound control there. But I'm not concerned. I guess I'm not concerned tonight because they won the game. So why sweat it? Life's too short to sweat things that are ultimately um, unworthy of sweat. You know what I mean? Like there's enough going on we're allowed as a fan base to be happy after the Oilers <laughs> win. Like it's a cool thing to do. It's a privilege, right? It's almost, it's in regulation. No less. We won in regulation. Yeah, which is, exactly. is pretty fucking sweet. Divisional game. Well, it's as sweet as it can get. It cannot get it. We won. It's great. In regulation. I mean, I don't know. We were in the game, but let me just, let me just start us off. You're traveling through another dimension. Right. This dimension is vast as your anguish and loneliness and it's timeless as your futile hopes, your crushed hopes. It's an area we call handkerchief dynasty. I mean, three, it, we're really, it's early in the season. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's, but the thing is, it, it, fuck all that shit because it's, it, that's, that's just rational analysis and argumentation. Ultimately right. what we're faced with is a cohort. I mean, really pretty wide swath of humanity. We see the writing on the wall and they don't like it and they fucking hate the world and they just want to be the smartest person to like talk about how shit the world is and how how worthless existence is and why you shouldn't even take joy in the simplest and most basic pleasures such as walking watching a hockey game 
how about like one of the things that I was hearing a lot after this win, after this win, right, was, oh, man, I don't think you think the Oilers are going to score six goals a night. Quite frankly, yes, I do. With Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and a power play <laughs> that's just like assassinates other teams. Yes, I do think the Oilers are going to score six goals a night. Pretty much. Yep. And yeah. I don't think, and I think our defense can be a lot better than it was tonight as well. So I don't think the other team is going to score five goals tonight. But do I think the Oilers could score six goals tonight? Yep, sure do. What did just they happen? Just, I mean, they technically, just did it. It's it's an off game. I mean, it's an off period. You know, like that's hockey. You know, sometimes yeah. you come out and you and you fucking shit the bed for twenty minutes. It happens all the time. The trick of is course. to not let it happen repeatedly and over prolonged periods where you're like deep yeah. into fucking February and just like you've given up all hope. Like it, it, it's a correction. It'll give something for the coaches to try and like work on. Absolutely. But Cassian scored two goals. Connie and Dry were Connie and Dry. You know. Connie got, made an amazing defensive play that like saved, saved the, game. the game. Yeah. That was really the, that's, that's really the play of the game for sure. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah. What did it look like with Smith though? You think he tweaked something like that's really the biggest yeah. thing. He looked like he tweaked something. I think. A so tweak, when he, but how, when, what degree of tweak though? I have question. no idea. Remember when he, when he had that mysterious ailment that we never, did anyone ever find out like what it was? Uh, I, I think last he, I heard it was uh, an, an Earth Mage's uh, hex curse. Yeah. Some, near, some tied to some sort of ancient, like uh, right. Carolingian amulet from the Carolingian Empire. But was it was it was it uh, centered in his knee or his shoulder? Or do you, did you you remember hearing where? I believe where, it was both both knee and shoulder. If yeah. I so yeah, it looked to me like man, I, don't, I have no idea. It looked like he was kind of in the. Uh, did you see it? I missed the second period. Okay, well, there's kind of like a uh, like a, a little pile up after an Anaheim chance, and then Mike Smith was kind of in like the we're not worthy position, like down on his knees, and that's <laughs> when it that's when it happened, and then he got up, and then I think like after that next series of commercials, he was gone, so it didn't look like like there was no sort of major thing. Which kind of makes me. Maybe they're know. keeping him out for. Hopefully, they're just keeping out for, for precautionary reasons. Well, it looked like the sort of thing like he knew immediately something was up, and he's like, mm. "I can't finish this game." Like he took himself out of the game because there wasn't even like a trainer didn't come onto the ice. Like Mike Smith during the TV timeout pulled himself out of the game. Well, shit, so, bro. That's that's the story right now. I mean, that's that's the question. Yes, at the mo. Because Absolutely. like honestly, if <clears throat> if we're going into every game with. Miko plus question mark. I don't know how long that's acceptable. I mean, I know it's early in the season. You don't see a lot of early season trades, but if Kenny doesn't fucking line up the Brinks truck or like pull out whatever fucking stops he can to not get some goaltending help, if Mike Smith is going to be out for more than like a few games, like, and I I have no idea what the trade bait board looks like right now, but like, I'm not sure. This team cannot lose Mike Smith for long term. Well, I mean, I would like to see me. I have to see Miko Koskinen in a full game in a start before. Before I'll say that, you know what I mean. I've yet to see it yet. I'm just going off what I saw last game. He didn't let in. He let in one goal tonight. It's kind of a That's weird true. hop. By the way, but, it's but amazing how to... your fireplace is chiming in with commentary as well. I should introduce our third guest, the High Priest of Oilers Magic's fire. 
Yeah. Every right. once in a while, it kind of spits and it makes a loud sound. Come on, fire. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can motivate it to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. It's a laconic guest. Oh, that was a little yeah, bit nice, there. huh? Um, it's beautiful. We should, we got to start a Twitter for High Priest Fire. And then that can be like the demonic, uh, like personage through which like the pure vitriol spews, you know, the pure, the pure, pure words of, do- of doom. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I'm terrified of the goaltending situation a little bit more than uh, you right now. Cause like, it's one thing to be like, okay, we have some new defensemen that we want to, we, that we need to gel around a little bit, yeah. but it's another thing to have that plus. I mean, yeah, we'll see how Miko does in his yeah, start. We'll Assuming see. he's starting on Thursday against Arizona. I mean, well, at this point, you have to, right? I mean, there's we don't know what happened to Mike. And Smith. then Jeff, if, if Mike Smith is out, they're calling up Jeff Skinner, probably. Yeah, which I mean, Jeff Skinner had an amazing preseason. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Like, I'm not terrified yet. Like I said, I'll have to see Miko get a start because coming into a game, especially a game like that, where a lot like a of wacky goals against him, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't. Um, I'm not going to judge Miko based off of that. So I'm not yeah. terrified yet. I'm very curious as to what's going to happen here. The, the fire did chime in there. I think it agreed with how wacky a game it was. It was very wacky, wacky fucking game. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It definitely is an interesting wrinkle. Mike Smith, to me, to my eye, even before that, he wasn't having his best game either. He looked yeah, off to me. Yeah. He looked a little slow getting across and kind of, I don't know, maybe it was like, um, could have been an emotional hangover after that, that flames game. I'm sure it was a part of that. Those first opening two games, I'm sure mm. were just like the adrenaline was. Yeah. It's like first day of school energy. And then all of a sudden you're sitting in like your third chemistry class and you're just like, well, fuck man. Right. This is like, what is this? It seemed like there was also a complete top to bottom amongst all the skaters defensive breakdown in the second period though. Like it's, yeah. is it fair to say the forwards were as much to blame for those goals as the defense? Um, you tell me. Yeah. I mean, I think Barry got burned. Barry's yeah. not a good, he's not a good defender though. Like it's not his fucking game. So I'm not going to sit here and roast Tyson Barry because he got burned on defense. Like I don't really, that's part and parcel. Yeah. That's you, you know what you you're getting when you have Tyson Barry on your team and getting mm-hmm. roasted defensively is something that's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I thought defense on both teams was, uh, yeah, I don't know. We didn't scrambling. give up, but we didn't. The others didn't give up a lot of shots. They give up. They gave up far fewer shots this game than mm. they had in the previous two games. Definitely far fewer than against the Flames. So yeah, and ultimately, when you look at the, when, would, when you look at the special teams battle, I mean, Dallas Eakins told all his players just don't take a single fucking penalty. Okay, they take six. Well, I think it's what, like we get so, two goals. Yeah, or was it I three? mean, how do you I, like telling? This this is going to be, I think, one of the stories of the season is other teams telling their players, like the coaching staff telling their players, listen, whatever you do, you can't take a penalty on these guys. And then, I mean, that's it's easier said than done, right? Because the guys that they're telling you not to clutch and grab and get the stick up on are like Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Like, what are you going to do? How do you stop Connor McGinn to like stick check him? There, there yeah, is no, there is no instance where the phrase "easier said than done" applies to, the, to what an NHL coach tells his team to not take penalties against the Oilers. Yeah, yeah it's like exactly. what, 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 what the, like first of all, I mean, <laughs> it's like a flow game, right? So like shit just happens for one. Yes, 
Absolutely. And for two, exactly like you said, what are you supposed to do against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl? Other and than clutch and grab and trip and fucking hurdle them headlong into the goalie with like yes. malice intent, you know? And, you know, and that's the instances where you're taking a penalty against Con- Connie and Dry. Like there's still the entire, the, the entire game that you have to worry about, right? There's bench miners closing your hand on the puck, like any type of, any type of um, mistake or lapse in thinking or being caught out of position can result in a goal. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. it's crazy. Some of the faces, like the faces, one thing I'm really going to enjoy this season is the looks of on the faces of um, penalized players from the opposition when they get into the box. It's just like, like <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Like there was a penalty Shattenkirk took tonight and he got into the box and it was just like, he was like kind of running the look on his face was like, it's sort of like, I imagine like when somebody's on, it's like he was picturing like the various ways in which like he was about to get torched. You know what I mean? Like something bad is going to happen here. And like the camera kind of caught him running all those scenarios in his mind. <laughs> and just like at the end of each scenario, it was, it was um, you know, just like terror, terror for Shattenkirk. Like there was, it's just this complete, it's not like usually when you see guys go in the penalty box, they'll be like dejected or like, um, Resigned. resigned or that the ref was an idiot or like they're ashamed of themselves in general sometimes they're genuinely worried you know sometimes they, they, they you see that kind yeah, of like look where they're totally. like well, five fucked up you know but, like this, but this is like this is like next level stuff this is like it's it's worry on top of like certainty it's like you a 30 I mean? it's a 30 percent power play in the national hockey league in the year 2021 is what it is yeah. it's insane it's yeah, like it's insane. if 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 you could take this power play to like a casino to like count cards it's like it's like yeah. that level of broken you know yes so um, yeah i don't know yeah. i mean that's what save us tonight right the Oilers ultimately it's it's, it's that it's, the opposition we outscored the opposition and we had a bad game and still won and yeah. that's because our power play is good um our offense is good and yeah. our, our backup goalie coming in in relief played well enough to like win us the game even though he looked kind of like a little bit wacky tobacco at a few moments for sure yeah. It's a couple of times where it was like, holy shit, Ugh. dude. And then Connor McDavid, basically, like, he's the story yeah. of the game because he saved the game, basically. Yeah. Like, he willed it. Because, like, well, oh, Miko, man. I mean, fuck. It's, you know, it's a hard Can game imagine- to fucking play, though. You know? Here's another thing. Can you imagine if Mike Smith had done that? Or, like, that's what I was telling you. If you watch. If Mike Smith had done that, he would have just, like, disappeared on, like, a massive walk. They would have been like, where's Mike? And it's like, he said he's going for a walk. I haven't seen him in, like, four days. Well, that's what I was telling you about. Like, if you watch games, like that sort of shit is happening constantly, right? Like, it's real hard, I think, for goalies to uh, control what's going on back there. Like, when you get out of your net, I think. Um, I mean, you like need a degree in like fucking phys- quantum physics and mechanics to like be well, able to like, predict event. the way that fucking tiny little piece of vulcanized rubber flying around at hundreds of miles an hour is going to. And you're facing one of scansion. Right? you're facing one way and you're coming from like a standing start with a ridiculous amount of pads on you're taking three strides going to like stand behind your net at this point your net your job the thing that you're tasked with protecting for millions of dollars a year is completely wide open and it's like like the roman legions with like leaving rome to like go fight the barbarians it's like oh by the way while you were gone they fucking sacked our our imperial capital oh oh yeah 
Yeah, no, it's not good. So I mean, that's there's no constant. No, there's no Constantinople. No Constantinople for an NHL goaltender. It doesn't exist. That's, that's that would be that would be a goal with like another goal turned around in front of it, just blocking the whole fucking. Yeah, game. and it happens like every night in the NHL. So that's like the greatness of Mike Smith is that it hardly ever happens, and he's like the best at doing it. Right? Like he's. It's like having a third defenseman back there. Hey, I've never heard uh, that before. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I, I mean, like it was, you know what, you know what the biggest mistake was? It was uh, Bob Stoffer having Craig McTavish on because it brought just a bizarre energy to the day. Oh my god! And I think it probably rattled the team. They all just like immediately started thinking about Mac T and like how much you kind of love him, but also he's kind of like a, he's you know a harbinger what? of doom in a way Yeah, that I you love. I'm... You love him. I love Mac T. Yeah, I do too. A lot, but there's no, I don't want to see him this early in the season. You know what I mean? I oh, just no, no, don't. yeah, playoffs at, like, minimum. But even then, you know, like, Ugh. sparingly. I'm not sure. Maybe, like, February, like, at a time when I'm sort of, like, my guard is a little bit down. February is good. Yeah, actually, that's, you know, that's Beginning that's of February, where I can yeah. just sort of be like, well, they needed a guess. Like, they needed yeah. something here. You know, I like Nooch's game quite a bit tonight. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to see him going. I mean, Cassian's uh, he... getting on the board. Fogel looks great. That like... whole line, man, that third line, I thought looked great tonight. They were, yeah. they were a great line. They totally did their job tonight. Cassian mm. had a great game. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're working out the kinks, you know. There's still definitely, this is this is the oh, kink of course. game, you know. Well, this team, there's they no They should play teams. like only kink songs when they play the replay of this, of this song. Of this and game. you know what? Like, we can't demand perfection. Like that's a fool's errand. Why would we do that? Why would perfect we is the enemy of the good, bro? I mean, Why but this this is when things exist with like nuance and context and on a spectrum and intention with each other, as yes. opposed to just being like black and white. Like you either think this or you're dumb. You either think uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ died for our sins, or you're dumb. You, great... you think our Oilers defense fucking sucks, or you're dumb. It's yeah, just a simple it's, fact. It's crazy. Like, whether, even if I did think they were they were shitty, I, I certainly wouldn't like ruminate on it. It's like my life's goal. Especially, how about like seconds after they win? You know what I mean? And you're still like, oh fucking shit! Like, are you kidding me? Oh my god! Or defense sucks so bad. It's like get a hold of yourself, friend. Well, like, you're in the where you're in the middle of the game where your team is just shitting the bed for an entire second period, but you're but the game is still going. Yeah. Like that's that's not the time to be like, ah, I was right, we suck. Like, I don't know. It's a weird thing, dude. Like, it's also funny that, like, people think that, like, either you or me fucking give a shit (laughs) about those kind of comments. Like, because, like, we both got into it a little bit on Twitter, and, like, there were people who came out to be like, see, we suck. And it's like, well, first of all, the game's not over. And second of all, like, exactly, you can't demand perfection, certainly not for a fucking sports team. I mean, more than any, anything else, I just want people to be happy. You know, I want, I'm trying to um, encourage people to kind of uh, let go a little bit. You know what I mean? And like, you'll trust me, like you'll feel so much better. I, it goes back to that, that story, man. When I turned, when I, when we got Duncan Keith and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I went into my son's room and I was like, did you hear? We got Duncan Keith. And he was like, dad, like, that's awesome. Duncan Keith rules. <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? Like, uh, that is a way I can look at this. So ever since that, ever since that day, that's kind of how I've chosen to uh, to look at the team. You know, one and, thing I'm uh, one thing I'm seeing out there is that Duncan Keith does get deference from the refs, which I don't know if we've had a defenseman well, for a while that gets that gets deference in that way, which is no. nice. You know, 
could save us a call or two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course it will. I mean, which is what you get. Like, that's one of the reasons we got Duncan Keith, right? And did you see who was on the ice with like a minute left, a minute and a half? Well, Bouchard, yeah. And Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith yeah. was on there at the end of the game too, right? Right. Like, yeah, that's a guy sure. you go to in that situation where you're like, just put him out there. Like, he won't fuck it up. He, he knows He knows what he's capable of, and he's not going to get caught out of position when it's crucial like this. He's just not. He's been in too many games like this to do that you know what i mean like it's just something you gain with experience and then that's why you're still there playing at that level right because you've learned the lessons and you know what to do in a situation you know what you're capable of as a player and you're trustworthy you can it's something you can count on that's what experience Mm -hmm. is so yeah it was a sloppy game and i'm sure the ducks would tell you the same thing they'd say yes we also played sloppy and they would also say I've never seen anything like that power play before. It's totally changes the dynamic dynamic of the game. Like it's like watching that game when the Oilers get a power play as a fan, you don't react anymore. Like this is good. Like this is a power play. You're thinking the Oilers are probably going to score here. Yeah. Which well, is that's cr- the, this, and like, and I, I actually think, I think thinking that too. Yeah. I think we're actually really spoiled at this point because it's like Leon Dreisettle scores that power play goal from his office once a game. And McDavid scores like a crazy break, break breakaway style, like pulling crazy moves goal per once per game. But it's like, we've seen it so many fucking times now that I don't even know if we're like savoring and appreciating it anymore. Oh, it's just like, Oh, definitely like, not. Oh, we suck tonight. It's like, yeah, well, do you see that fucking awesome goal Dreisettle scored and that awesome yeah. goal Connie scored and you know <laughs> like they had multi-point games again it's like there's no there's no fan base that takes multi-point games for granted more than the like that's not something normal like not every team has two guys on it that every single game are going to put up like two points it's like yeah. the other night when you were asking yes he had a fucking killer tip too i mean like there's like when you're lot- asking me do you think that connor Mc- you seriously think connor mcdavid is not is going to be like no i don't i think he's going to get points like every single fucking game this is that good like do i think there's a team that's going to be able to hold Connor mcdavid off the score sheet for a game not really like no i don't like they're going to shut out the oilers connie and dry i wouldn't bet on it like if i was a betting man i wouldn't bet on it and we got so many other good players around them now that it's like yeah you know we're seeing contributions throughout the lineup in a way that i mean i know it's early obviously but when you just look even just the team on paper translated to the preseason translated to the team we see now i oh. mean i'm not i'm not necessarily completely sold on devon shore and i'm not necessarily saying our defensive <laughs> core is like super proven top to bottom yet but i'm not no. worried and i'm certainly not gonna like not enjoy a, a like no. old school 80s style win just because my team fucking played shitty for the middle you know for a chunk of it yeah I'll, I'll take the win the regulation win I know it was we're a tie gonna... game with a late, like we could have easily given Anaheim a point in the standings, Absolutely, but we, we didn't, we, we got a lucky fucking goal. Nice. And you know what? Even the people that after this game are pulling their hair out over the defense, they're going to wake up tomorrow. And you know, the only thing they're going to remember is that we won the game. Right. And they're going to be walking on air until the face off of the next game. Right. And then, then we'll see what happens. Then nobody's going to remember. No one's going to wake up tomorrow bemoaning the Oilers and their defense, right? It'll all be forgotten because the only thing that matters is the win, right? That's all That's all that goes down in the books is the number of times you did it and the number of times you didn't. 
Keep in mind, though, there is there is a cottage industry of people who will go through all the defensive miscues and mistakes and catalog them with great detail. So yeah, but yeah, I there is like, there is that kind of cottage industry running parallel. I, I think there's like a a graph you can make that shows. And they need something to do. They, they, they I mean, they're right. They're professional writers. You're going to give them stuff to write about. They're going to write. It's just the nature of the beast. But yeah but i think as time like minute by minute as we get farther away from this game by the minute i think those types of criticisms become less and less uh, palatable or like even like really defendable like what if the oilers go 82 and O, and every game is like shit defense is that going to be like are they going to have a leg to stand on are they just going to be like yeah but the defense was like total crap it's like it doesn't matter you won the game. That's what matters. You think the yeah. guys on the team are like, like I'm sure Tippy will say something to them about it. But do you think like they're going to be like, fuck, we play like we play like shit? They're going to move on and get ready for the next game. No, they're probably going to pound some beers, high five each other, and be like, yeah, like let's play better next time. But this sure is like awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It's great. We yeah, want to get. Great. I mean, like, honestly, just like watching the third period, it was like, you know, it was a nail biter. It was edge of your seat viewing because like, who the fuck knows how that game was going to go. But like once we scored that, like uh, that, like bounced in off the wall type lucky goal, I was just like, okay. But ultimately, like Bouchard, it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like there's still we still have guys on this team that have not been here before and teams take a little while to like get to know oh, each other. So no there's that kidding. element as well. So like jumping the gun and just being like the saying, <laughs> I don't know, fixating yeah. on the issues right now. I mean, we'll see, we'll see how we how we look in the back to backs yeah. on Thursday and Friday. Like that's ultimately all that matters at this point. I mean, losing your cool over anything positively or negatively at this point in, in the season is just like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you damage yourselves like that? You know what I mean? Like just hang in there and you'll, you'll live a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no reason just to like flip out, especially when you're winning. My God. Especially like, when you're three, now you're three and oh, we're undefeated. That puts we're us fourth, and fourth in the league, you know, tied for first with Florida, Minnesota, Buffalo, Buffalo yeah. coming out of three and oh. That's crazy, scary. right? It's um, definitely strange. Well, they got something to play for. We'd like wait with bated breath to find out about Mike Smith. But like seriously, yeah. if there's any issue with goaltending, I'm expecting some serious fucking like expedited action on the part of the general manager to address well, it. Because I mean, if if Miko has a crappy, it'll take a couple games, right? Like it would take Miko yeah. having. Like Obviously, really we're not at that point, but we're nowhere near that point at this point. But I'm no. just saying this 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 little tweak. You know, it's like the kind of thing like when you like have a wonderful, happy relationship and then all of a sudden your partner says something like LOL out loud and you're like, oh, man, this whole thing, this whole house of cards could be coming down at any time. It's it's rattled me a little bit. I mean, you can't immediately jump to like this whole house of cards. You have to be like, well, like she doesn't say LOL like constantly. Like maybe I should just like not... uh... (laughs) <laughs> like not let this bother me you know what i mean yeah especially if it's like salma hayek and you're like well yeah exactly it is Selma. right yeah Ugh. like the oilers are kind of like the salma hayek girlfriend right now you know she's intelligent she's driven she's passionate but she's very warm very affectionate very beautiful yeah we got it all right now we just need I- to kind of put like just let it let let things settle down 
let the coaching staff do their job. We got Connie yeah, and Dry. It's like we're going into every gun. We're going into every battle. Like we're the battleship um, that like just like one day they build the biggest battleship and they right. take it out to sea and all these other little battleships show up and try and fight it. And they're just like, oh, by the way, you can't do shit to this big battleship. It's just too big. We're, we're like, also- we have the greatest Navy basically in this metaphor of like any country in the history of the earth. And also like the Oilers were just coming off of the first battle of Alberta in like over two years in front of fans. Right. Totally. Like I'm sure they were just emotionally sapped. like this whole, the Vancouver game, then the flames game, and then like the ducks game. So I don't know. It makes sense to me that they weren't necessarily as keyed up for this one as they were for those other two games. And they still won the game and the ducks are coming off of back-to-back wins, right? They're feeling it. Yeah. They're feeling it. Like those young guys on that team, they're feeling it. And how much, uh, how much we, stock do you put into the team playing the second of back-to-backs thing? Because some people treat it as though it, like it's, it's like it's it's like a scheduled loss, but I think it's more the third wow. and four nights. That's the scheduled. Oh loss. yeah, absolutely. Well, isn't it like um, teams that come? I don't know. Whenever I've heard players talk about it, yeah, it seems like it's the third and four nights that really does it in. A lot of players that I've heard talk about it say that. Um, playing back to back. I mean, you're keyed up. Yeah. You're keyed up, and you're kind of like um, everything's still really fresh. Like it's like a chance to get out there and and take care of business again. You know what, what does I keyed mean? up mean? Is that like where you like do like like you you put a little bit of tar heroin on a key and then you you do something with it? What does keyed up mean? Where does that where does that phrase come from? Um, I think it means um, I could be wrong. I think it might be like a musical reference oh that makes sense yeah it's gonna take time for the band to like you know like put it all together so it's like ready for like prime prime time but we got we got such fucking depth right now we got young players we got solid goaltending overall i think mike smith's safe percentage was like 700 tonight (laughs) he didn't have a maze yeah he didn't have a good game even before he came out so we'll see what happens yeah one game is one game we got the win in regulation one game at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. That's all we do. One day at a time. It's that's good for you, you. It's what you got to do. That's what they say in um, Alcoholics Anonymous, one day at a time. It's very good advice. There's no sense looking further down the road than you need to or looking behind in your rearview mirror at things. Like, why are you even doing that? It's completely inconsequential. The only thing that matters is right now. Right now we are three and out. Yeah, we got we got a day to prepare before the Arizona game. You are my weakness, high priest. You are my strength. Nothing I have in the world makes better sense because I'm the professor and you're the priest. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta embrace in enjoyment of the moment because we won the game in regulation. We got to see our team score six goals, which was fun. I'm not gonna lie, that was fucking fun. Super fun. And Super the other team scoring all those goals, that was very disappointing and scary, but it had a lot of drama. You know, it yeah. gave it, it gave every, every, every story needs its villain, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like we won, like, I don't care how it happened or what was wrong with the win. I don't care because um, 10 years from now, when I look back at this season and the win loss record, all I'll see is the win loss record. Right. Yeah. And I want to see more W's than L's. 
And um, and winning yeah. the games where you have a shitty game is is something good teams do as well. That's one of the yeah. that's one of the tools Absolutely. in the pantry. One of the tools in the tool in the tool bag. Yeah, you know, and that's what happened tonight. So fucking a. Anyway, my phone's gonna die. Yeah. So. Um, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the dark side of the moon, twelve o'clock, yeah. lunar time. Don't forget, don't forget <laughs> to be there. Bring okay. a blanket. Night night. See you later.